passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time time. for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast it's joe marino and kyle Krabs. we're your host chris schubert's here floating around producing this thing we're from the draft network and we're brought to you by bet online your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season you'll always find the latest odds team matchup info player news and game trends over at bet online they feature live betting free contests and giveaways all season long there's every sport so head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. It's Bet Online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, a very, and I mean a very happy champion crab races day to you. Did you do the appropriate research for this to be able to tell us what it, what it means, or did you just pick the day because the day popped up and... There's no, yeah, I've done I've done the research. This is February seventeenth every year is uh, a day where there are competitions across the the, the globe uh, for crab races, where you will enter your crab into the race. Uh, there's some competitions that have twelve to fourteen different races that you can enter, and um, you know you go out there and, and and see if you got the fastest crab out there. So it's a it's mostly hermit crabs uh, that people enter into. Oh, these. okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it just, just really excited for this today. Well, that's that's very neat. I'm glad that uh, glad that we can all be educated on on the crab racing. And what would you name a hermit crab if you had a hermit crab? Kyle. And why? And why Kyle. would his name be Gary? Uh, his name would be Kyle. It's a little passive aggressive, but okay. Hi, Chris. Hey, Kyle. I have a question for you. Yeah, it's, is is it something about my audio settings being screwed up, or you, do you do you want to share with Joe the story that you shared with me of the email that you received yesterday while we were doing something? Yeah, I tagged him in Discord. I don't think he ever acknowledged this. Did I know it? that's why I want you to tell the story here on the show. Joe, do you know who I got an email from yesterday? You sent me a text message with a screenshot of an email. Yeah, I, I saw that. 
related to somebody email, related to somebody from Mobile. No. Oh, yeah, oh. no, I saw you saw that Peach's dad came through with an email. Uh, I don't know what the email yeah, says. Peach's, Peach's dad came through with an email. That's right. He reached out, said hello. Uh, he's a sports management undergrad at South Alabama. And uh, maybe we'll do some content with Peach's dad. Who knows? Ooh. The story of Peach's will not go away. I think it's my favorite the legend, thread. The legend of Peach's. <laughs> It's my favorite thread that is uh, hanging on from the senior ball. Uh, it's Hello. a Friday. It's a Friday. Don't make fun of the Hello. way that I pet the dog, Joe. Hello. Okay. <laughs> it like is a Friday. Like he's salt based, sprinkling salt on meat is how he's. Or, or, his I have a fear of dogs. Okay, guys, Chris we've is, talked about this on the show. <laughs> have you ever seen those okay? things that people put on their head? That's like a scratching, like m- yes, massage. Yes, I suit? understand. Kyle, I Chris, have Chris's fingers. W- was that on this golden retriever? I have a fear of dogs. Okay, we don't have to make fun of me for it. We we would never make fun of you, Chris. Uh, now it's Friday, which, which means it's take takes on takes and two truths and a lie. And we got a lot of submissions for takes for takes on takes. I don't know if we're going to get to uh, to them all. I will say that uh, Robert reached out to me on Twitter and said, "Hey, I got a question for the dudes. Where can I fit it in?" I said, "Robert, you send it to me. I will fit it into the takes on takes show on Friday." So Robert has a question, and this question is for both of you: <laughs> Which quarterbacks do you guys feel are the best fit? For the Josh McDaniels scheme. Like in the draft? Uh, he didn't specify, so I think you the, the world is your oyster, Joe. Whatever direction you want to take this question. Hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo. Are you just going to fall back into the guys <laughs> who have done it? Yeah, no, because Brian that's Hoyer. what Bill Belichick does. Why can't I? That's Jared Stidham. <laughs> right. Bill Belichick hires somebody who didn't used to work Matt for you. Castle. For you challenge. Okay, so it's Earhart Perkins. It's concept based. Um, a lot, a lot of, of mental pre-snap process. processing. Yeah. A lot of full field progression reads. The opposite of what the good offenses in the NFL are doing. You know that. Jeez, what? it's true. Jeez, um, of Lincoln, the rookies, of the Lincoln, rookies, would Lincoln it be Ryan's. fair to say? That CJ Stroud is probably the best option. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's a good take. Yeah. Carter sent in two takes for us to get to go through. Take number one: Gotta. If Drake London, if Drake London had a full season of Desmond Ritter or really any non-Mariota quarterback, he not <laughs> only receives votes for Offensive Rookie of the Year, but comfortably wins it. Can I add a take? Can I add a take to Carter's take? If Brees Hall, if Brees Hall take? doesn't tear his oh. leg in Week Seven against the Denver Broncos, Brees Hall would have won the rookie. Stop dealing with things that didn't happen. Sorry, Chris. You need to, to get the bear bad news. It. Chris, Chris is angry about this. I like who's coming for his guy. He's coming for Garrett Wilson. Right, coming Same. for Garrett Wilson. This is right. what you get. Right, I get it. I guess get what it. if it wasn't Garrett, it would have been Brees because if Brees was healthy, he would have won it. Right. So I don't know. Sorry, Drake. <laughs> Yeah, and the spirit of the take is here. Here is that Marcus Mariota limited Drake London as a rookie. Yes, he did. It's fair. It's yeah, fair. that's true for sure. The other take: Dalton Kincaid gets drafted round two and almost immediately enters top five to ten tight end conversations. That's tough, man. These tight ends typically Bang, don't come in yeah. and do that. You know what I mean? I think I'm out on that take, to be honest. That's I, just because it, it's very aggressive. Right. Right. So, it's like, a very aggressive projection. So within his rookie season, he's going to be in the conversation. Kelsey, Kittle, Godert, Andrews, 
Like he's there. That's where he's going to be right away. You didn't even mention TJ Hawkinson. Hockey, Pitts. Yeah, Hawk- Pitts. Pitts. You didn't Pitts. mention Kyle Pitts sure. either. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you didn't like, mention Mike Mike Gusecki. You didn't mention him either. Co- correct. I didn't okay. mention Mike Gusecki. You're exactly okay. right. Yeah, I, I didn't why mention that Big Bob Tunyon either. To for it's that true. guy, if he's still listening true. to us. I'm Darren Waller. Did you mention him? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry. Steak from Steak from Adam. Will McDonald would have been a top fifty pick if he picked a college program that played him in a designated wide nine outside linebacker position. Instead, his lack of productive <laughs> tape will make him miss out on being a top one hundred selection. I'm kind of tired of living in the world where Will McDonald and Maj Sanders are five techs in a three three five defense. Well, you man. know that that's that's <laughs> at the end of the day that. that's the world that we live in. Regardless, right. that's just it's what these guys have been asked to do. It's wild. You got to stop going to places that are going to do that, though, right? You got to you got to look at yourself and be like, man, I'm 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 18 years old. I'm I'm six three, 34 inch arms. I'm 210 I'm pounds. I'm probably going to get to about 240 when it's all said and done. Go somewhere that's going to use you in, in a way that's going to uh, showcase your your true skill set. Take from the weekly huddle podcast. Take. With a good showing at the Combine, Tyree Wilson will be able to make the late Trayvon Walker push to jump Will Anderson as the number one overall pick. Uh, I think we're. I think we have good process, bad results here. I just think one overall or, or top defensive end is yeah. it's probably a little rich for my blood, personally. The, with the take- path there, like Will Anderson would have to come in like 240 pounds, sub 32 inch arms, and. I don't like which is it's, so many good things. It's frankly, about personal, not not going to happen. Yeah, it's just I right, don't see the just, path. Will Anderson is a better player. Like it's not close. This take from Joe at work. Love Joe at work. Take trade value charts in how they're typically used by fans are short sighted. If Pittsburgh offered picks thirty two and forty nine to Philadelphia for pick thirty, that would be a ridiculous trade if you buy in traditional trade value charts. But if Jalen Carter is on the board at thirty, no one is batting an eye at that trade. Context is king in everything, right? It's true. So, yes, I, I think dependent upon the value, but the challenge with that is value is subjective to all 32 teams, and you don't know what the value of a player is until they actually play in the NFL. It changes year over year, too, Kyle. I mean, compare Quality the trade. Draft. Yeah, compare the trade that the Dolphins did with, I have no idea what team they traded up to get to number two and draft Deion Jordan. But uh, they gave fun up. fact, it was number three overall. Let's pump the brakes. Three. Okay. <laughs> get to it, three. Please, please be, be respectful. <laughs> it was with the Raiders. It was with the okay. Raiders. Compare that trade to the trade that the 49ers had with the Dolphins to get to three last year. Uh, night and day, right? It was a couple of second round picks, right, for Miami to get to three. Uh, I think it might have just been one, two. I think it was 42 overall, and I think they used it on Menelik Watson, the offensive tackle from Florida State. Just say, I think like, they came from like 12. It's it's value is always what somebody's willing to pay. I could have a this hat in my hand right here and say, you know what, this is a fifty dollar hat. But if nobody's going to pay me fifty dollars for this hat, it's not a then fifty dollar hat. It's not a fifty dollar hat, right? Dude, I thought Deion Jordan was going to be so good. Me, I'll I'll sit here right now and tell you he was the number one player on my board that year. Deion was yes, loved him. Out of my hands. 
It's out, it's out of our hands. Right. That's right. <laughs> this take from our good friend Vontel. One more last-minute hot take, but Jalen Hyatt isn't even the best wide receiver mm. prospect coming out of his own college in this year's draft class. <laughs> Feels like there's been some Cedric Tillman love out there lately. Um, good. Cedric good slept on a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you can understand why injured this year. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Meanwhile, Jalen Hyatt's catching 75 touchdowns against Alabama, right? Talk about opposite Hard, hard to forget. <laughs> Right. Um, I, I I have fully evaluated both of them, and I have Jalen Hyatt uh, higher by about a round. Let's take from Dolphins Craze. Take the, the TLDR of the take. Mahomes, Reed, and Veach are the best quarterback, head coach, GM trio of all time, and I don't oh. think it's that close. And tonight cemented it. The stake was submitted clearly after the Super Bowl victory. The, the recency I, bias here is absurd. I thought there Did was not, a layup. I thought this was going to be a layup, right? Like the best in the league right now. But yeah, okay, cool. That's not a super hot take, but like of all time. Just not true. All time. Just not true. So it's the best head coach, GM, and quarterback? Right. So you There's would go clear, Brady. You would go Brady, Brady and Belichick. Belichick. And Belichick. Even, even, if Bel, even if you think Belichick's bad now, they won six Super Bowls together. Yeah, like, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, that's six. It's trending in that direction, right? But sure, uh, but we're not there yet, right, right? Yeah, they they did it. They did the they did the thing. They did six. They won three of the last ten Super Bowls. Like right now, they've won three of the last ten. Right. Three of the last right. seven, actually. No, three of the last nine. Nine. Oh, you gonna make me push the button? No, I please don't. Please don't. Yeah, he's going to push the button. It does. Not a math Chris, guy. How long have we been doing this? Too long. Not long enough if you knew that saying no was going to make Kyle not do it. <laughs> this take from Raul. Take, oh, that's good fun. It's good fun. If, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets and can drag the Jets to close to, close to a 500 record with an offensive staff of Nathaniel Hackett and Todd Downing, he has a claim to be the GOAT. What? <laughs> He's already had top five offenses, I'm sure, with with Nathaniel Hackett, hasn't he? It's true. It's a great point. Say, say this one more time. The take from our rule is if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets and can drag them to close to a 500 record with an offensive staff of Nathaniel Hackett and Todd Downing, he has a claim to being the GOAT. He's already very close. I'm looking at it right now. Was it top five offense? That's the no, thing. Well, they were number one. Record. A 500 record is all is all that Rahul was asking. Right, that's, a 500 that's the, re- they were damn yeah, near 500 with Mike White and Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. Correct. Seven and ten. They're not going to be worse. Get his ass, Joe. What? <laughs> uh, listen, flame flamethrowers. I believe this is your first take because I don't remember your name. Okay. That seems like one we'd remember. And I'm here to tell you he stayed true to his name here. On the Discord, yes. Uh, this isn't. This is a new name. I've seen this name recently. But Hendon he's, he's Hooker, very engaged. Hendon Hooker will have a better career than Will Levis. I mean, the the easy thing here to do, Joe, is say we can't possibly answer that right now. <laughs> we should. Can I tell you the teams they play for? You know what I mean? Can I tell you the best comment to this take that I just saw now because I'm scrolling through? Okay. Our good friend Bub replied to the the take. 
and said, first time I've seen Flamethrower was in here, but I can tell that he's staff at WFNZ. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Teddy take of the week right there. It is. Not, yeah, Didn't Bob, even mean for it to happen. Job. There yeah, great job, Bob. Like great go. job. Shout out to our friends at WFN. Six ten, yeah, no, no, they moved to FM. I don't know what it's ninety two point three. Okay, or well, that's why we just use the call letters WFNZ. Okay. Okay. WFNZ. They like to call themselves FNZ. They don't do the W. It's it's a weird situation. Uh, this take for Braden feels like a direct Joseph J. Marino take. Take when it's all said and done, the top two offensive linemen from the twenty twenty three class will be interior players: John Michael Schmitz and Joe Tipman. I mean, I like Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones, though. Those are better prospects, in my opinion. We may have given the Teddy take too prematurely. Oh, you got oh, do we have, do we have another one? I don't know if it's going to rise to that level, but there's a good reference in here that we'll get to in a second. Kyle, if you want to share your thoughts really quickly on that take. Just let, let's keep moving. Let's this keep take moving. from Max's dad. Since the Cardinals will be taking a gap year to go herping, should they trade down <laughs> from their very hold on, valuable I listening. That's <laughs> so <on>. Teddy. <laughs> That's our new Teddy. Well, can, wait, can oh. we get into herping a little, Kyle? Did you did you consume some of this? Yeah, some somebody sent me a herping <laughs> of video. Did. Of course they did. From South Carolina, and they got like the poisonous snake things. Venomous. Don't say poisonous. This is unbelievable. Venomous snake. The hooks. There's the snake difference? hooks. And they're grabbing the tins. Why are there so many tins out in South Carolina just <laughs> laying on the ground? They're everywhere, How man. Is it, did, a, did a giant storm come through and pick up a whole warehouse full of, of tin, tin sheets and dump them all over the, the state? <laughs> I mean, I mean oh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's tropical storms and stuff. Yeah. So what do you think? Did you Were you entertained? Are you, are you watching more of these videos? What's the... What's the well, the YouTube algorithm is trying its best because once yeah. you watch oh, one, they got you. They got right. you. Your recommended your recommended playlist now. See on what the snakes homepage. are down there in Georgia. I got Florida, six six whole. Texas. Listen, I know what snakes are down there. I got bit by one as a kid. I don't need to. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> well, you don't know this about Kyle, a venomous snake bite survivor right here, Kyle Krabs. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. What the heck, dude? Yes, that's my favorite cat about him. Cottonmouth. Can I get through the rest of the take from Max's dad? <laughs> well, no, did you consume any of the herping videos, Christopher? N- no, not a chance. Hate that. I Next time we're together, I- we're going to send Chris a herping video on Discord. And when he's not around his computer, open it up so that he gets the same experience <laughs> I did where it's the recommended videos. There's a whole subsection in column for herping. <laughs> this take from Max's dad. Since the Cardinals will be taking a gap year to go herping. Should they trade down from their very valuable number three spot to acquire more capital? For example, using the MDM, a trade to six, picking up the Lions 18 was accepted every time I tried. Shout out to the MDM, by the way. Yeah, they should. They should. Yes, a million percent. If they can do it, they should be trading back. Well, hold on. The whole point of trading back is for future draft capital. <laughs> they picked up two in this year's class, according to Max. Right. They, they go from three to six and get 18. And pick up 18. Which is kind of counterproductive if you're going to trade you should trade for future draft capital so you have two in a future year i just want more can picks. I, can i present a counter to that what if monty austin ford has more than 18 first round grades and so he wants two picks in the top 18 okay, so he can get some quality players it's it's a fair observation you know this is the team that's committed to a quarterback and has a young quarterback so i saw i saw jonathan gannon meet kyler murray it's true they look, they look yeah I did. Yeah, I saw it too. He was running. Dan, my guy was running. 
down the hallway. Uh, wait, 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 I think it was. I think it was a brisk, a brisk jog. It wasn't. I, it, he didn't full out sprint. Easy. It was a soft jog. Buckle up, soft boys. Yog. Buckle up. Jo- Jonathan Gannon and Kyler Murray. Here we go. Uh, this take from Matthew Turner. Take the Saints should hit the hardest of hard resets this year. Every year they push the cap further down the line. The hole gets worse. In a bad division, it feels like going 500 is a long way away, and they don't even have a quarterback. If they continue to restructure, they could actually struggle to even make the cap with 53 players in the near future and seem unlikely to get to the playoffs anyway. Yes. I- I feel like it's not guys, even it's as okay. I, I feel like it's not even as bad this year as it was last year, though. I would say this Dude, year they're in better shape than they were last year. But how long do you want to try to just pick up the pieces, try to make it work, go in seven games, and not get anywhere? For as long as Mickey Loomis wants to continue to be the general manager of the team, uh, right? Because I, there, there's no incentive for the executive for him. who who did this strategy to change the strategy. Because right. he's got a lot of runway because he won a championship. And well, then they better strike gold on a quarterback. Sure. They're about to get I, they're about to sign Derek Carr. So congrats on your eight or nine wins. Like I <laughs> All right, easy. Don't be disrespectful. That's not disrespectful. I think they're an eight or nine t- win team with Derek Carr. I think the, the Jets are a nine or ten win team with Derek Thank Carr. Thank you. Thank you. I think the Jets are a better team than the Saints. Thank you. Take from the Wild Five. Take. The NFL should have a stream of every war room during the draft. After the draft is over, release this footage as a pay-per-view. Oh, like Big Brother. Take like all Big my brother. money. Yeah, I, yeah. It's never. Summer. It's. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. That's never going to happen. Correct. No, it will I, never happen because the teams it. would never sign. The teams would never consent. Oh, the Wild Five says, hold my beer. I have another take for you. Take trading, signing Lamar Jackson would be a mistake at anything over $30 million. He is a mid-tier quarterback. Mm. Just called Lamar Jackson mid. Strongly opinioned take here. Called him mid, like Chris said. It's it's easy to talk about that in a vacuum. I would have a lot of hesitation about about it, bringing him in. Joseph, Joseph J. Yeah. Daniel Jones at thirty-five million or Lamar Jackson at thirty-five million. Lamar. Lamar. But I, I don't have to sign up for close. either of these things. You don't have to, but if you're a team that's because you have a quarterback, you have Josh Allen. So if uh, for, for a vacuum, yeah, that's. The, but somebody who's interested in the quarterback market, I would rather Lamar Jackson than Daniel Jones at that price course. tag. Yeah, million. Considering million. the going rate of quarterbacks. I have two food takes from D Leon fifty-four. Food take number one. Anyone who puts ketchup on a steak is a psychopath. Not a fan of putting ketchup on steaks, but if that's the way you like it, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, slander. I think that's a, I think that's a great approach to that. I, I wouldn't do like it. like things. But let people like things. Exactly. Food take number two. The air fryer is the best on-counter food prep device, while the crock pot is the worst. Now this, we might open up a can of worms here, but here, here we are. Man, we have something called Crock-Pot Saturdays in my house, and I love that. I am a huge... Putting it in the pot, leaving it for eight hours, and coming right. back. Go ahead, Chris. My wife, college football Saturdays, my wife does this. I got lunch and dinner. Big fan. You like that? You like that? The thing that I want to try for a counter cooking device is the sous vide. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, good. Uh, a good sous vide can change your steak game. Bro, for I've, sure, I've Joe. heard that from so many people. Yeah, I haven't dude. done it. 
Yeah, dude. I think I think sous are more on the expensive side, though. So mm. it's kind of tough. Um, I would like to just share a take amongst friends here. I do love the air fryer, though. That's awesome. The air fryer is the best appliance you could have in in the modern 2023 world that we live in. If you are trying to make food, the air fryer is the best thing you can have. I cook more things in the air fryer than I do the oven. Steak, oh. French fries, chicken, air fryer, baby. Yeah, air fryer over the oven all day. What? This might be a dumb question. Okay. Is an air fryer just not an oven, too? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Mucho, take it easy. <laughs> easy. It's Joe, not the same. Joe said. doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. Listen, I will beat your ass. Here's the deal, right? When we're talking about methods of cooking, it's all just different ways of heating up items, okay? Correct. Agreed. 100%. So, yes. Are, are, so are you on board with the I'm going to pour molten lava on my steak? Because that's the thing that happened. No, <laughs> it's no. just I'm not another method of, eating, of heating things the, up. As a millennial, sec- I we don't it, we've been concerned about lava for too long to start using it in the kitchen. You know what I it'll mean? It'll be our, it'll be our second reference of the day. Did Salt Bay do that? That feels like something Salt Bay would have done. No, I just saw that saw it on the uh, on the reels. Okay, so, so I think my I think the air fryer the pro air fryer move is. It's easier to clean and manage the oven. You got to like prep it and you got to wait for it to heat to a certain temperature. Like the air fryer, I just turn that bad boy to 400 to put it at the top, throw my stuff in there. And I just keep an eye on it. I can constantly check it. The oven, you got to open it. The heat comes out. You potentially. I I don't know if you know this, but some ovens have a glass window on the front door and a light that you can turn on to look down through. No, stop. Here's the big deal between the oven and the air fryer. Your food's dry if you cook it in the oven. It, it, the, something about the, it's the a, air fryer. It's a it, great it take, is, Joe. It is very. What's the word I'm looking for? It is very delectable. It is delectable. Succulent. I don't think that's succulent. a word. Delectable is not a word. Delectable is a word. Delectable. Okay. Word. New vocabulary. New for vocabulary Chris for Chris. You know what? I'm just. I didn't get a new vocabulary from our guy Trevor. The definition week, is literally delicious. It's just a more fancy way of saying delicious. Well, okay. Isn't that kind of late? I'm gonna get you. I'm Your definition you is just Christmas. another word. Like yeah, one other word. You, no, I mean, you lean can, into it. Can I be? Can I be the bearer of bad news? It's kind of how all words work. They're all. <laughs> it's like how language works. Morse code. They had to figure it figured out. You know what I mean? Are you? Are you? So we can get having... you. We, we can get you a one hundred dollars sous vide right now on Amazon, dude. We can get you one. Okay, send it to me. It looks intimidating to cook. Like you got bags and stuff. Like I don't know. I'm nervous fine. about it. Nah, you'll be good. That's the nice thing about the air fryer, right? It's it's, it's literally just a it's pop very it hassle the top free. and yeah. let it rip like a microwave. Uh, this take from Bub. Take if Ridley is reinstated. This is my last take, by the way. Before we get to two truths and a lie, take if Ridley is reinstated, the Jaguars will have a top five offense in the NFL. Mm. Uh, they could, but it's not going to be because of Calvin Ridley. Top five. I- I was arguing with Top somebody five in the Discord. NFL I was, offenses. I was arguing with somebody in the TD and Premium Discord today about how they didn't think Dougie P was a top ten offensive mind in the National Football League. Well, name said, this person. Uh, it was RC. Okay, well, no, no, no. This is this. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah, this is compelling, me, RC. How how many times uh, Doug Peterson's been an offensive coordinator 
slash head coach don't for don't nine this. seasons in the NFL. Don't, don't do this. Don't do this. Kyle and I are, are here supporting Doug P in the top We're ten. You're going to win the argument. Pro Doug Peterson yeah. podcast. How many do times? Um, how many times in those nine seasons has Doug Peterson coached a top five team in terms of total offense? Well, top five yardage uh, or scoring yardage. Two. I'm going to guess three. Zero. The highest oh, he's ever tough. been is seven. And only once was he higher. He's been 10. 10, 14, 14, 24, 21, 25, 27, 22. How many times has he had a top five scoring offense? Once. How many times has he been in the top 10, though? Of scoring? Yeah. Because yeah. that's really what matters at the end of the day. The scoreboard doesn't count up yards. It counts up points. Three. That's right. Three. Oh, right, the last right, four right. years, 18, not- 12, 26 and 10. So he's 10. So Calvin year. Ridley is going to be the difference in Doug Peterson having the greatest offense he's ever put on the field or not. I disagree. I sell it. It's not going to be because of Calvin Ridley, but I think there's a reasonable chance that, that Jacksonville could get there. They play the Texans twice. Yep. Hey, we're on. They're the going to play the Colts twice. Play the Titans Nico Ryan's. Twice. We're going to get in the top two. <laughs> no, they're, no, no, no. <laughs> I gave it an A plus, but no, no. Give me, wait a couple more years. <laughs> Ooh, uh, two truths and a lie. It's it's tough because we're all, we're all zero and two. So we all Jesus, man. incumbent. We all didn't. Have, incumbent. You are as the winner of January. You have the tiebreaker, Kyle. I'm going first today. Okay. Wait, first we want the ball. Joe, Joe, Joe. I'm more prepared than I've ever been. Wow. Okay, I'm the same prepared as I always am. We'll see what happens. I've got a notepad. You, know, you guys are going to be pen. really disappointed if you think this is going to be a really nuanced. <laughs> right. Two I mean, and a lie. We never know what we're getting from you. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Give, okay. give us the Kyle J. Crab soliloquy to start us off well, here. Go no, ahead. I just wanted to introduce why I chose what I chose. Because I'm <laughs> doing NFL, NFL Another way of saying soliloquy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, it, this is related to NFL personnel grouping tendencies in 2022. Okay. okay. And the reason why I went down this rabbit hole is I've been doing a bunch of research for Vic Fangio. And him being the defensive for Vic Fangio, that's impressive that he wanted you to do this for him. Well, for Vic Fangio's arrival, the Thursday episode of Locked On Dolphins was a deep dive, and I used Ted Wynn's athletic article, I used Sean Syed's Substack article, I got my hands on two Vic Fangio playbooks over the last two. Like I'm, I'm in the weeds on quarter quarter half, right? And the big weakness that's there to be had against. Vic Fangio defenses is they their gap and a half run fits and light box counts. So they invite you to run the football. So teams that can effectively run the ball in 11 personnel in spread formations is the greatest recipe for danger to Vic Fangio defenses. Okay. I like that. I like that. I bet you do as a team that runs a lot of 11 <laughs> and 12, but you guys, you, you guys we'll weren't see. a spread. We'll you guys weren't a spread last year as you were in previous years with Dable. We'll see. We'll see. It's coming back, baby. It's coming back, baby. Okay. <laughs> so I have for you first down, first and 10 personnel group tendencies for three personnel groupings. And I'm going to tell you what team ran this personnel grouping most frequently in the NFL this past year. Two of them is true and one of them is a lie. Okay. So first and 10 offensive personnel grouping. Okay. Yes. And what's the personnel grouping? Uh, so we have 11 personnel, 12 personnel, and uh, we have 21 personnel. Okay? Okay. 
the NFL franchise that ran 11 personnel on first and 10 most frequently in 2022 was the Los Angeles Rams. The NFL team that ran 12 personnel on first and 10 more frequently than any other team was the Seattle Seahawks. And the NFL team that ran 21 personnel on first and 10 more frequently than any other team last season was the San Francisco 49ers. All right, Chris. I, I, I've got I, I've got one that stands out to me. Yeah, same. I really hope it's the same one. Okay, I think two is the lie, Seattle. I so do personnel. I. Dude, that's exactly Because I one. could talk myself into the other ones. I two, two. They were slinging it early, man. Remember, Gino, yeah. they, they, right, Gino the, didn't write back. You know, but part of part of part of our twelve personnel the most. Okay, would you like pers- uh, percentages? I can give you the percentages of all three incidences. Uh, I don't think that's going to help. I mean, I'm interested in it. I, it's curious that you'd offer that. Right. See, this is not. This is what I didn't want to do, Joe. I didn't want you to take the information and, and then allow it to confuse what we're doing. I don't, doing. Have, I don't have to say anything. I can keep my mouth yeah, shut. Please, but... just I don't, don't, because we're going to then go down a rabbit hole. We don't need to go down, Joe. Just look at what we've got in front of us. Okay. Well, the 49ers the four- play use check all the time, right? They play. They have use check. I mean, how often are they using Debo in the backfield? Yeah, but he would count so, as he wouldn't. That wouldn't count. He, he would not us. qualify in twenty-one yeah. personnel. He still classifies as a wide receiver. And I'm, I'm giving you clarity fi- there is the integrity of the game. They've oh, got about 50, another, the game. Is there another? They got offense? about fifty-seven running backs that they use. Did the Cowboys play two running backs a lot? Oh no, I don't think so. Kellen, does that does that strike you as a Kellen Moore thing to do? I don't know. Pollard and Zeke played a lot. Were they never on the field together? It's first down too. It's not like what the Chargers do. It's another team. That I wouldn't think use. they're a two-back team or a okay. tight end team. I oh, think, oh uh, Joe, Joseph, what about the Ravens? Crap for twelve personnel. But that that would that would give us that would help to number I, two. I know, Joe. I'm just giving you teams that have right. a lot of stuff okay. going on. Can we do this real quick? I think the Rams are sure. for sure, for sure, the most frequent first and 10, 11 personnel team. That feels about right. I'm good. Right. I'm good. With I'm that. not even willing to think about other things. It's here. even entertain that thought. Right. Watch so 12 personnel. Well, that's fine. And our process is bad, but. 21. Okay, what other teams use fullbacks and use two backs? <sighs> uh, Joe, just help me here. Ben, ben Johnson, are we going to rule him out for any of those shenanigans? Yes. Okay. Dougie P, Jags, another team that you have in your repertoire. You want to rule them out real quick for any of this? They would be in the 12 conversation, but they don't really have another tight end. What about the Bears? Yeah, I think about the Bears a lot. Okay. But they're all feeding into 12. Which which then leads us back to what we were talking about, that there are more teams for 12 than there are for 21. I think we just go with our guys. Two two is the lie locking in. Two is the lie locking in. Same. You guys are locked in. Yeah. Locked in. Okay. Well, the good news is this. Will there be a win this month? The good news is this. (laughs) The Los Angeles Rams are the NFL's most frequent 11 personnel team on first and 10. Good job, 90, Saw that. 90% of the time. Do you have, the, like, who's next? The next closest team was the Cincinnati Bengals at 82%. Yeah, it's, I, we were right in that conviction. Yes. Like, I'm not willing to entertain another team here. Okay, so you guys said number two was the lie. For dramatic effect, 
I will let you know that the most frequent team in 12 personnel was 40% of the time, and the second most frequent team was 39% of the time. Oh, God, it's close. Joe, we had this, though. We had we knew this was close. Well, Chris, I- and then it goes 37, 32, 32, 31, 31. So in the same percentage distribution of what the drop-off was from 1 to 2 right. 11 personnel, you had seven teams. So, Joe, I think we read this perfectly. We might right, be I wrong. Can with, I can live with it. Well, I think we can live with this. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks did run 12 personnel 40% of the time Good last year, Lord. which is the number one total on first and 10 in the entire NFL. The Denver Broncos were number two at 39%. The Green Bay Packers were number three at 37%. My future offense is right there, Nathaniel. There you go. Uh, The 21 grouping, the San Francisco 49ers did run 21 personnel 41% of the time on first and 10, but the Miami Dolphins ran it 46% of the time. With Alec Ingold, <laughs> Alec Ingold at fullback because their tight ends could not block. So Alec Ingold yeah. prompted the Dolphins to run with one hand, 21 out there with 46% the club all year. of the time. Uh, you guys mentioned the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens were in 22 personnel 45% of the time on first. Good God. You, painful, couldn't, you knew if you put that 22 out there, we would have said the Ravens. Correct. Couldn't do it. So I'm glad you kicked them around with the 21. I'm like, Ooh, no, I think well. you, I think you framed this really well. There's still no wins in February for anybody. You know, no, in, no. Integrity of the game. I thought it was, no, it was, no, it was and, good. I liked and it. The I liked it a lot. Information no, was clean. No, and so, no problem. And I, you. and I think our process was good. We just, yeah. we picked the wrong one. That's fine. Who's going next, Kyle? Uh, I want Joe to go next. Okay, right, boys and girls. Here we go. Joe, Chris, uh, let's I will this. tell you in the, no, let's but hold this. on. In the pre-show, Joe said to me, he's like, I don't think you're going to get it right. Like he literally said that I don't think you're going to get it right. Sounds so, accepted. I, I don't know. I don't know that Still I said hurts. that. I think I said that you're either going to that you're not really going to know. You're going to have to go kind of more feel on this. OK, more great. so than what. Great. I'm owing three did. right now, Joe. If my yeah. feel's not very good. All right. right here now. we go. Three. Uh, sure. want to talk about the merits of special teams and how important they are for Super Bowl champions. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got to be kidding me, Joe. I hate <laughs> you so much. So we're going to look at the last 10 Super Bowl champions, and we're going to consider where they finished in terms of DVOA. Okay, special teams DVOA, courtesy okay. of our friends over at Football Outsiders. This is all Top data. five football website, right? Top this five. Is, this yes. is all relevant to the last 10 Super Bowl champions. And so that's the Chiefs, Rams, Bucks, Chiefs, Patriots, Eagles, Patriots, Broncos, Patriots, Seahawks. Number one, of the last 10 Super Bowl champions, five of them ranked in the top five of special teams DVOA during the regular season. So half of the last 10 ranked in the top five of special teams DVOA. Number two, the 2020 Bucks are the only Super Bowl champions in the last 10 years to rank outside of the top 20 of the league in special teams DVOA. Number three, the Patriots have won three of the last 10 Super Bowls. In all three of those seasons, the Patriots were in the top 10 of the NFL in special teams DVOA. Chris, I'm, I'm prepared to eliminate number three from being a lie. That's that's a really tough scene because I think three is a lie. So we're, we're going to have to talk really? this out. I, I really think three is the lie. So you think the lie is that the Patriots were in the top 10, correct, Joe? In, For all three of their Super Bowls. In, so in, in their Super Bowl Can you read seasons. number one again, Joe? Yes. Of the last 10 Super Bowl champions, five of them ranked in the top five of special teams DVOA during the regular season. Okay. 
so uh, sorry. Let me let me work through what my thought process was. Mm-hmm. When I heard statement number one, I thought that one has to be true because the Patriots are good at special teams and they've got three Super Bowls. And so they're going to make up at least three. I just need two other teams. So then that would make three the lie. But then it doesn't work that way. Then it would make one the lie. Because if three is true, like I said, the Patriots are good at special teams, then one could be the lie because maybe it's just them and nobody else. I'm convinced two is true because the, the, remember the Bucs during that year, they couldn't kick field goals. Like they couldn't do anything. Right. So the question is, is there anybody else that would jump that group? The Seahawks in 13. The, were the Broncos? The Chiefs are, I think they were kind of mid, right? Yeah, but top 20 is a low floor. I think Joe, I, can, can, can you confirm statement number one is not a mutually exclusive qualifier and it could be more or less than five teams? Or is it designed to be a cap and it would be less? I'm not sure I fully understand the question. I would say, like, the, is, the there, is that, that I, possible to be a, a a false statement because there are more than five teams and less than five teams, or is it only less than five teams? Would make like of the last ten Super Bowl champions, five of them ranked in the top five of special teams DVOA during the regular season. Right. So I, I guess I'm. I'm if you're willing to volunteer it, it could that be a state uh, a false statement because six or four would make it a false statement? Like, I is there a ceiling I, I, on that? Or no, it would mean ex- it would if this is a true statement, it would mean that exactly five of them. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it could be more or I, less, Chris. I think three is the lie. I'm going back to three being a lie again. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Joe. Joe's. Not a soliloquy, but his opening statement. He's not. It's true. His opening statement was that this is dedicated to the importance of special teams in super winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So if the whole point is how important it is to win a Super Bowl, statement number true, statement number two achieves that fact because only one team would be in the bottom 12 of the league. Statement number three would also be true. Statement number one would be if it's more than five teams are in the top 10, then that drives home the point of it being so important to win a Super Bowl. So I'm inclined to say I will tell you, one is the lie. I think it's either one or three, and you've convinced me to go one go based one. on that alone. Let's one is one. the lie. Lock it in. Locked in, Kyle? Yes. Number one. All right. So you guys immediately eliminated number two. About the oh 2020 boy. Bucks uh, are the Super Bowl champions, the only Super Bowl champions in the last 10 years to rank outside the top 20. That's true. They're the only ones. 26th, guys. 26th. Everyone else was higher than 19 or higher. Okay? So good job identifying that. The Patriots, number three. You guys both picked number one, right? We Correct. Did. Okay. The Patriots have won three of the last 10 Super Bowls. In those three seasons, the Patriots were in the top 10 of the NFL and special teams DVOA. Okay, let's examine if that's true. Well, they won it in 2014. They were fifth. They won it in 2016. They were third. 
They won it in 2018. They were 16th. Mm. Chris, and I so, apologize. You, you went down the ship with me. Of the last 10 Super Bowl champions, five of them exactly were ranked inside the top 10. The Rams, 21, uh, they were fourth. The Chiefs in 19 were second. Patriots in 16 were third. And the Patriots in 14 were fifth. And the Seahawks in 2013 were fifth. So there's your. that's how it happened. So nobody's looking for our first win of the of month. February. Of the month. Well, Unbelievable. Like, I thought it was like, all right, us. Chris is going to get one here. <laughs> oh, man. I had it, too. I, my gut it. was wrong. You did have it. So I uh, I scrapped some some data about our three favorite teams. Oh, boy. From from a website known as NFLMockedDraftDatabase.com. And what I did is I looked at the consensus mock drafts over the last two weeks and what is the most popular pick at each of our team's respective spots the first time we pick. Okay. So here you go. Okay, so here 13, three statements. 29, and... 13, 27, 27, and 51. The most popular mock draft selection for the Jets at pick 13 is Broderick Jones at 35%. The most popular mock draft selection for the Bills at pick 27 is B. John Robinson at 19%. The most popular mock draft selection for the Dolphins at pick 51 is Darnell Washington at 29%. I hope that's not true. Can you give me the Jets percentage again for Broderick? 35%. Makes sense that that's highest because there's... There's less players being picked. The deeper you get in, the greater the distribution talent you would expect for for different players to be uh, dispersed. So the question is how often is how often do we feel Bijan Robinson is getting mocked before pick twenty seven to Buffalo? Technically twenty eight to Buffalo. I mean, I I read a lot of mock drafts, um, and I sometimes see Bijan, but it's not that often. I wouldn't say it's one in every five. I mean, Darnell Washington, nearly 30% of the time at pick, f- what is it, 40? What is it? 51. 51? And it's Darnell Washington? Correct. I heard Darnell, and, and my brain went to Darnell right. So when I said, I hope not. <laughs> I think we'd I'm, all glad I could, I'm, I'm, glad right. I could, I'm glad I could provide oh. you that clarity so that you could oh. do this properly. There is a huge sigh of relief on my end that that's not who the Dolphins are getting mocked. Darnell Washington. So the here's what's interesting about the Jets is I feel like we still see a lot of Brian Branch. I think we see mm, some Peter Skaronsky. We do see Skaronsky, yeah. 35% Broderick. I mean, I see it a lot. I do. Is there anything that you want to eliminate here? I kind of think Bijan's a lie. Okay. Teams in front of Buffalo that are reasonable Bijan Mag- Robinson mock destinations. Detroit, Baltimore. It's the last two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So Detroit at six slash 18. We put the Raiders there a lot because they don't have Josh Jacobs, but with Tom Brady's retirement, that potentially flipped the script and got a lot more quarterback involved. Probably not the Falcons, even though it, it, from an identity standpoint, that makes sense. You have Baltimore. 
you have Dallas. You have who else, Jill? I think that's the teams, man. Is Bijan getting drafted before that spot frequently enough to eliminate a one in five chance? A little less than one in five chance. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I'm pretty convinced this is going to be my pick for the lie. Maybe, dude, maybe it's the Dolphins, though. Well, I don't, I don't really, I don't really see a whole lot of two round mock drafts, and I, I certainly haven't paid attention to who they were mocking to the Dolphins. Well, I can tell you Darnell makes a lot of sense if he's there. And I think the emergence of Luke Musgrave since the senior bowl probably helps right. Roger or, or Darnell well, Washington when, fall. When people are mocking for the Miami Dolphins, what are they, are they thinking about tight end? Like you tight, are tight end corner linebacker, potentially running back, not offensive line. I mean, they need a left guard and a right tackle. I think there's so, enough of a run on offensive linemen to this stage in the draft where you're probably not Washington at that point, based off the standard, uh, an expectation of what Darnell Washington is and his valuation as a prospect for this entire cycle. He's going to get to 51 and everyone's going to say, Oh, that's a great value. And it's a position yeah. of need. But Kyle, our team our people that are writing mock drafts. They're not thinking of the dolphins like you are. They're not thinking about tight end. Like you are, they're thinking about all that other stuff. That's well, that, that feels more significant. Okay. Are they thinking about how they think Mike Isecki is a significant loss to this offense when in reality it's not? Maybe, maybe. But one in three, Kyle, one in three mock drafts that you load up has the Dolphins picking Darnell Washington at pick 51. Well, I think the reason why this could potentially work is because there's not all of the mocks aren't doing two rounds. So the frequency is significantly less. I can I just very I, I'm I'm happy that this is putting you guys in a blender. I thought I was going to get got here, so I'm happy that you were okay. in the blender on this. What does that tell us, Kyle? That Chris thought he was going to get got. I just thought I was going to get got. I just thought you'd be like, "That's the lie." Boom, we're done. Is it the troll of Joe of Bijan in the first round? And I kind of talked about that this week, didn't I? A little bit. <clears throat> I was like, I don't know. I think I can really be mad about it because I think he's a top three player in the class. Is he trolling me, Kyle? Is that I think the, he probably the is. I think he is. So that's the get got I, I, part of it. How frequently is Scaron, how frequently is Broderick Jones getting drafted in the stratosphere that we value him as a player? Is, Par- is, Paris, more is more. Paris Johnson and Skaronsky getting mocked before Broderick Jones? Yeah, I feel like that probably happens most of the time. Which so is the is is thirty five percent of the times with Broderick Jones going at pick thirteen? Or lie here. I mean, how many genuine offensive line spots do you have in front of the of the Jets at thirteen? Raiders, Raiders. But now they, they they're also a Bijan spot, and now they need a quarterback. Over the last two weeks, Tom retired two weeks ago. The Falcons at right tackle potentially. I feel like they're a much more popular defensive player spot. But Caleb McGarry's an expiring contract. The Panthers know. The Eagles know. Who's at 11? The Titans? The Titans are probably getting Paris Johnson yeah, a always, ton. 
Always. And who's at 12? The Texans. They got two tackles. A lot, remember, a lot of these are projecting a trade back with the Bears, and that puts them in the O-line discussion for sure. The Bears? Yeah. Like if, if people are projecting trades to one. Great. So we've talked ourselves into all, all three potentially being nice. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the thing I think Chris would do, which is play head games with us and say that number one is the lie. Okay. I don't I'm not going to agree with you on this. So oh. we, <laughs> oh. is that me, locked in? Lock okay. me in, Chris. Lock right. me in. Number You're locked one. In at number I'll, one. I'll hang up and listen. Okay. I think with the Bills, there's too many possibilities that they could go but 19 percent's not that much and they're also a catch can Bijan's gonna get they to are. a certain point and they're gonna say oh we gotta get Bijan gotta put him somewhere yeah I think I think uh the head game is is the Dolphins I, I'm going with three being the lie lock it in okay We'll do these in order. The most popular mock draft selection for the Jets at pick 13 is Broderick Jones at 35%. Broderick Jones, mock draft popularity for the New York Jets, 35%. This is the most popular spot. That is a true statement. Number two, the most popular mock draft selection for the Bills at pick 27 is B. John Robinson at 19%. You scroll all the way down to pick number 27. The mock draft popularity for the Bills pick is 19%. It is running back B. John Robinson, meaning the lie is number three. The most popular mock draft selection for the Dolphins at pick 51 is Darnell Washington at 29%. I will tell you, all the percentages were right. It is 29% for the Dolphins at pick number 51. It's just, Dar- it's just not Darnell Washington. Luke Musgrave, the most popular <laughs> pick there for them over the last two weeks. So Joe's on the board. I thought I was going to get you both, but Joe is on the board. Joe is currently the leader at one and three. So we're combined one in 12, one in 11. We are, com- we are combined one in 11. <laughs> Draft dudes do math. All right, Joe, it's your, you, you make it and take yeah. it, buddy. Go it's ahead, yours next ahead. week. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> sign, sign us off. Uh, thanks to our friends over at <laughs> no, Ben Online. Hold on, hold on. I, have, I have one more thing. I have one more thing because somebody asked for this and it's not in, it was in the yesterday show. They'd like an XFL weekly watch list. Just watch all four games this week. That's didn't, right. Didn't know that was starting this week. That's, that is starting this week. <laughs> okay. You've got games in each window on Saturday and Sunday. So just watch watch them all. Dwayne The Rock Johnson said third time's the charm. They're all standalone games? Yeah, yep. all 1 p.m., 6.30 p.m., 1 p.m., 6 p.m. for me at least. So I think it's 3 and three and 8.30. Oh, they got primetime games on this weekend, Joe. Primetime. Thanks to our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you again on Monday. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.